Welcome to another episode of Podcast Valley Sunday, your monkeys episode by episode podcast. I am Chris Paco, one of your hosts. And I'm the other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? So far, so good. How about you? Pretty good, pretty good. How have these last seven days treated you? Not so not so bad, I hope. <laughs> Same here, man. Yeah, Same here. Yeah. So, today we're doing episode four, Your Friendly Neighborhood Kidnappers. Mm-hmm. A lot of these titles are, like, violent and yes. scary. It's not like they're from a much more threatening show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this one directed by James Frawley again. It's a three out of four for him. Mm-hmm. He's really racking up his monkey episodes. And uh, th- this one is this one's interesting in its own monkey way. Yeah. But it, it launches in, we'll start right away, it gets into the Battle of the Bands. Yeah. They're backstage getting ready to play, and the four swine are on stage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, they, 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 they finish up, they come off, they make fun of the monkeys. Who's here? Monkeys! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make monkey sounds. And then whatever else you do to make fun of the monkeys. They handed him a banana, didn't they? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, those swine. And then when the monkeys go to play, the four swine manager named Nick Trump. Uh, you guys, it'd be lost without a manager. Now wait for my signal. Mm. He plays a Beethoven record and the monkeys can't play. They get yeah. bamboozled. Fully, dude. Fully. Oh, it's got, it's, in a way, it's almost a taste of their own medicine. Uh, a little bit. They got roosed. They got roosed. They did. By, uh, and, uh, and it's part of the long con of Nick Trump. Yeah. And it's because it becomes a whole thing. There he says he's on the monkey's side. we got to help pr- promote you guys. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wow. It's almost like he's given the name Trump a bad rap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, come on, Nick. No one could tarnish that name. Never. You're doing it. It's a lovely word. <laughs> yeah. So after the Beethoven record, intro comes in. Monkey's intro. It's quick, too. This time, I think it was only like a minute and a half before they got to the intro. Yeah, so it almost seems like they can work on that depending on how much of the episode. Yeah. I think here is, is this one, it's like, okay, they're dressed as the band. They're waiting to play. They're in some sort of band thing. Roll the credits. Yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, get to it. So then we cut to the monkey pad, and they're hanging out with none other than Nick Trump is there. Hey. Trump's the name, Nick Trump. Congratulations. You made the finals. What about the four swine? The four swine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they made it too. Because they do not know he's the ran- the manager of the four swine mm. at this point. Mm. Right? He, he's just a part of the Battle of the Bands. Yes. The talent yes. show or whatever it would have been then. And he tells them that they made it to the finals because the, the judges really like classical music. <laughs> and he said, so did the four swine. And so they're also in it. So it comes down to these two bands, essentially. And... Uh, Nick tells me he's going to be doing their publicity, and they, they don't want it. They're like, no, we don't need publicity. You know, we're, they're not sellouts. <laughs> don't you want to be famous, the idol of millions? No, we just want to be revered by a small minority. And then Nick shows them the rules, and they have to take them on. Because it's just, it's in the rules, bud. Yep. Suck it up, Nesmith. <laughs> and uh, so he tells them, his first thing he's got going for them, he sends them to the, the club, the Vincent Van Gogh. Brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. That's a great one. And uh, they have to sit at table three, and at eight o'clock, girls are going to run in and rip off Davy's clothes. <laughs> and that's going to be enough to get the monkeys on the map. <laughs> this is an interesting concept, I'd say. I suppose. In case you needed a reminder whose show it was. Yeah. 
exactly. Get rid of Davy's closet. Yeah, it's all about Davy. And <laughs> up till now, Davy hasn't really had much to do other than wait to get his clothes ripped off. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, they go to the Vincent Van Gogh, and they're there. <laughs> they go go. They go go to the Vincent Van Gogh, and. Uh, they sit at table three and they count down. It's a, it's a funny little thing, the, the countdown. Yeah. And then the girls come running in and they go to table four and they rip off this middle-aged man's clothes. Yeah. Yeah, go crazy over him. Mm. Classic hijinks. What the hey? Yeah. Yeah. And so then they, the monkeys confront Nick about the mix-up. They've they, been rused. They got rused again. Double ruse. <laughs> Nick Trump is the uh, the monkey's ruser. The ruse master. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who can outruse the monkeys? Nick Trump. This guy. Yeah. Nick Trump. And so uh, all the guy, the guy who got his clothes ripped off, he's in the papers about being a celebrity now. Yeah. So it worked, but for the wrong person. Exactly. And there's a callback to that later, which I wasn't expecting. And it's neat that the monkeys are doing like show-length callbacks in... Very early sitcom setting, which is neat. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> All right. So Nick has now arranged for the monkeys to get their hands put in cement outside, like the Chinese theater there. And so, monkeys are there, hands in the cement. It's uh, it turns out to be quick drying cement, and they get stuck in the, in the cement. I thought those children were smoking cigarettes. Oh really? <laughs> 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 They're standing there watching the monkeys. Yeah. I thought they were. Huffing darts, that, the, the walk of the Chinese, Chinese theater. 66. <laughs> Different times. Man. Different times. It helped them grow taller. <laughs> That's what they were told. Uh. So boys get stuck, cut back to the monkey pad. Nick is smashing their hands out of the cement. Careful! I may never play the guitar again. But you're the drummer. Oh, it's right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> And uh, which looks dangerous. Yeah, way dangerous. <laughs> He's smashing those out, and I don't. I was kind of. It's kind of a good-looking trick. Hopefully, looks, they. Hopefully, the boys were nice to that Nick Trump actor. Yeah. Throughout the shoot, so he didn't accidentally, you know, Just, smash his pinky off. Yeah, like I wonder what he was using to smash. Like I'd like to know the the props in that scene because looks well, really clearly good. they got like like dust over their hands. Over their hands are here, and it's probably some smashing sort of marker close. that Nick's supposed to aim for over there. Scary. Yee. It must have been like a, like a like a rubber thing. So if he does smash their hands, nothing bad yeah. happens to them. Yeah, yeah, it's movie magic. Yeah, in a TV show. Exactly, exactly. So now Nick has a great idea, and uh, he's going to arrange a fake kidnapping, and they're going to get kidnapped, and it's uh, that's how they're going to get famous. I was kidnapped when I was a kid once, but my family was so poor that they gave the ransom note to the neighbors. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's an, another episode you might not see these days <laughs> Yeah. of a show being made. Yeah. Like, you can't do this on Degrassi. No. 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 <laughs> you cannot. No fake kidnappings allowed. <laughs> Everything else, though, on Degrassi. <laughs> like teen pregnancies, acid, jumping off bridges, getting <laughs> paralyzed. Like there's, And that's just the, the original series. Yeah. That was the no holds barred. Guy kills himself because the girl doesn't like him. That was. Oh. I bet you could get away with a fake kidnapping on Degrassi. At least maybe the first one. Maybe junior high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The new Degrassi one. Junior high. Whatever it is now. Degrassi online learning. And Arthur and Yick. Yeah. <laughs> they stage a kidnapping of Arthur's sister. <laughs> In order to be prom kings. 
somehow. Yep. <laughs> anyway, if anyone even knows what we're talking about. Those that do, appreciate it. Yes. So that's me, and I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he, uh, Nick calls up these hoods who are, like, putting some guy in uh, cement shoes, these hoods, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're watching them about to murder a guy. Yeah, and he's very scared. It's what, 8, 8 p.m. on Monday night or Sunday <laughs> yeah. night? And we're watching yeah. Mafia murders take place. Yeah. For laughs. Yeah, hilarious. Hmm. And so then he tells them, hey, you know, you got to kidnap these boys, blah, blah, blah. Then tells the boys that they're actors and they're going to come in and, and, you know, fake kidnap them at a certain time at the monkey's pad. Mm-hmm. So the boys, they get dressed up for the kidnapping. They want to know how they should look. And takes Peter a few tries. He dresses up like in different weird outfits. Well, yeah, Nick Trump looks it up for a daytime kidnapping black tie. Yeah. He's got a lot of, these things are indexed. <laughs> That's and right. Another very Davy thing is how the boys got the black tuxes, except Davy, who's got that, like. The Paisley. The face, like his tux is inside out or something, or it's just like a yeah. <laughs> diva glam. Yeah. Dave actually talks hey, about that in the commentary too. Oh, He's like, oh, I get to, uh, I got to keep all the wardrobe, so I chose the the best clothes. <laughs> but yeah, he definitely looks smashing. <laughs> yes, it's an attention getter. Definitely. So the kidnappers end up going to the wrong house. This old couple, and they go to kidnap them, but mix that up and ask <laughs> if it was one three three four Beechwood, and yes, she said, no, it's yes. one three. Four. Four four Beachwood. Yeah, and uh, I think this is the first mention of the monkey's address. In yeah, this episode, and I think right? it doesn't happen much, but, but I think they, it's, it's a different address later. It slides around. Yeah, I think there's three or four addresses. Maybe they move around a bit. Maybe they, it's part of their ruse. They keep yeah. dipping into different houses on the strip. Yeah, because it's all on Beachwood. <laughs> yeah, they always live on Beachwood. All, all similar similar places, but um, the old couple at the wrong house. It's like this comes up a lot on the monkeys. And a lot of TV shows and movies where it looks like they just called Central Casting and said, hey, yeah, <laughs> send us the old coupleist looking old couple yes. you got. Woman must bring her own yarn. Yes. <laughs> they, they are. They're definitely, yeah, they yeah, look like the old couple from everything you've ever you seen. You got the job. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as they walk in. Yeah. Why, thank you, young man. They have to talk have like that. Tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then they go to kidnap the boys, round them all up. Uh-huh. No Davy. Uh, He's out with a girl at the Vincent Van Gogh. Of course. Again. See, so he was there not getting his clothes ripped off and still ended up getting a date. He, well, look, he go. was. Oh, he's Davy Jones. He was getting his clothes ripped off at the Vincent Van Gogh one way or another. <laughs> yeah, true that. He will not be denied. Maybe that's why he went back. Probably. He's like, what the hell? My clothes didn't get ripped off. This is nonsense. My jacket yeah, is th- still on. Yeah, don't you know who I am? She's got my jacket. I'm David Jones. And a lot of, uh, I think David Jones gets his full name read out a lot more than the other guys. Just... Mm-hmm. I don't know, just due to the plots of the show, or just because it's fun to say David Jones or Davy Jones, but oh yeah, the f- yeah the yeah the full name yeah because yeah yeah the, it, the Chevy Chase effect. It's a good name. <laughs> it's a good name. It just works. But just having his name said a lot, like the Chevy Chase effect, he becomes the most famous guy because mm-hmm. everybody knows his name. Yeah, and it just connects up right away. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. 
And uh, so now the kidnappers, uh, they go to the club. No, he sends the, the hood stays with the three boys and sends the other guy, right? Is that how it goes? Yeah. And uh, he goes there and he sees a girl dancing with Davey. And he tries to, he tells Dave it's time to get kidnapped, essentially. <laughs> and, uh, like you do. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, I've got to go back to my house. And she's like, oh, why? He's like, well, I've got to get kidnapped. And she's like, well, I want to go. He's like, okay, come on. And she's like, party at Davey's house, everyone. And totally, like, the Vincent Van Gogh goes clientele down to zero instantly when <laughs> Davey Jones leaves. <laughs> he's like, let's go to my house. Forget Did that girl look famous to you? She looked familiar. She looked familiar. She wasn't on the credits. And I thought if you get lines, you get at least to be at the end. Or maybe if it doesn't work like that, if you're a girl, because, you know, different times. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. But she seemed real familiar looking. But that might just be. Yeah. Might just be me. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, but I did think she looked familiar, too. But she also might just look like, like the 60s girl. Yes, right? yes. And so... Now everybody goes back. We're at the monkey's pad, and Horace, the first hood, he's uh, tying the boys up, and then Davey shows up with the entire club. But like he comes in first, and like the, the dumber hood is like, but boss. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, but boss, someone else came. He's like, well, bring them in too. And then they open it up, and it's like, you know, 50 kids come running in. And they had a thing where they charged Nick Trump per monkey, like, Yes. An amount per head kind of thing. <laughs> yep. So now they're just adding up all these people they have to kidnap and how much money they're going to get out of it. Let's see. $360 so Davey goes over to the jukebox, puts on a song, and this is the first monkey's romp-ish. I'm not just a full-fledged romp. Mm. What, what, what makes you say that? Um... Essentially, it's because it, it, they don't have any of the other weirdo footage of the okay. monkeys out in the world doing other things. It's all in there, them dancing, the guys kind of chasing them around. Uh -huh. um, the guy, Horace, talking to Nick on the phone because he's like, hey, there's, you owe us like $30,000 now because there's <laughs> yep, all these yep. kids here. And Nick Trump is at the Battle of the Bands yeah. with the four swine who are playing. Uh -huh. And he's getting more and more angry because... Uh, these hoods can't can't hold, handle their shit. Yeah. Essentially. Okay, I'm just I'm picturing that romp in my head, and uh, it's the TV version of the house, and there, there was dancing and having a good time. Yeah. And yesterday, you know, during our free time, we've been watching the monkeys too. And when we had the "Do I have to do this all over again?" footage, John, is that supposed to be the monkeys' house that they're hanging out in? Ooh, that's a good question. I always assumed it was a club. But like there's like in head, there's you some, mean? Yes, in, yeah. in in head. It seems like sometimes I feel like I gotta remind myself they're at the house because it yeah. feels like the house, but it feels different. Like yeah, a movie 100%. version. It looks like Wayne's basement. <laughs> but that's not Wayne's basement. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no. It might be their house actually in head. We'll have to check that out. Upon further investigation, we'll get back with our research. Yeah. When we get to probably some season two action. Yeah. Definitely. But that's something to check out for sure. Because, yeah, because yeah. that's the one place where you do see a lot of wides of the house. Because mm -hmm. there's so many people dancing. Like in the episode, I mean. Yeah. And uh, and the song is Let's, Let's Dance On. I don't know if we mentioned that. This, yes, yes. Yeah. So that's the song that's playing. Which is very uh, rock and roll. Very rock and roll, yeah. The, the, <laughs> 
And he's calling out dance names. Doing yeah. the Watusi in this. This is a very mid-60s rock and roll tune. Yeah. Like what you'd hear from like the Dave Clark Five or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Speaking yeah. Speaking of Dave Clark Five, I don't know if you're familiar with the song uh, uh, Catch Us If You Can. Mm-hmm. Because like they just basically cut up Catch Us If You Can, mixed it around, and made the Monkey's theme song out of it. I don't know if you've ever got on, but maybe during the break we'll have a listen to that. You'll see what I'm talking Interesting. about. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> so the party's going on. Nick Trump says he's going to come over. And they said, you can't. There's a lineup out the door. Because now it's like, this is the club. The old lady from earlier shows up. Then they, they start tying up kids. That's what they got to start doing, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. And then Davey. Like you do. Yeah. And Davey's dancing the kidnap. Hey, the dancing the gas. What do you call? What else? The kidnap. He's doing the kidnap with these girls, but the hoods don't want to kidnap anyone anymore. They just want to go home, and they want everybody out. Want everyone out. And Davey, who still thinks it's a ruse, he still thinks it's the uh-huh. of these actors. He's like, "Oh, you want everybody out of here? I'll do it." And he goes over and puts on a polka song. Yep. And fast motion kids run out the door. There they go. Because it's horrible, horrible. Right. <laughs> so now, hoods got the boys at gunpoint, and they tell Nick. To tell, oh, and the boys are like, so I, I guess Nick Trump does show up at the house at yeah, this point. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he's there, got the gun, and the boy's like, hey, tell your actors to calm down here. Like, we got to get to the Battle of the Bands and all this. And then Nick reveals, yeah. he's the, the four swine manager, and he tells the hoods to keep the boys there until 8 o'clock mm. when they forfeit the Battle of the Bands, yeah. and the four swine will win. And I, so... I enjoyed Davey's line there, the... That gun's starting to look real. You punks ain't going nowhere. Hey, what's going on? That gun's beginning to look real. <laughs> and so the, the boys get locked in the bedroom. And they've got to, they start to think, like, we've seen so many movies. Like, mm. how do you get out of a locked room? <laughs> and then they're going to throw something out the window to get yeah. someone's attention. Uh-huh. And then they decide they're going to throw Peter out the window. Yeah. And they make him stiff as a board. <laughs> and then they start to throw him out. And then I, I believe it's Mickey. He says, like, no, we can't do this, man. It's dangerous. It's like, oh, why? What do you mean? It's like, you could land on someone and hurt somebody. <laughs> so they don't, uh, they, they don't use Peter to do that. The hoods check on them. Mickey attempts to punch him in the face. And again, there's some sort of a, like a dust up here. Yeah. And then Mickey ends up, he, he uses nitroglycerin. He's like, I've got this nitroglycerin here. And it's supposed to just be, you know, whatever fake nitroglycerin yeah. in, a, in a thing and uh scares the hoods into letting them go he's like oh it's fake he's like what if it isn't fake and so they go and say hey mickey what was in that and he says i don't know and he throws it out the window huge explosion it's a good looking explosion it's a very good looking explosion i have i agree yeah. I, I, I wanted to say times. something about the explosion in the yeah. episode it is uh yeah i was wondering how they would i think it's like an actual like physical explosion or something like because yeah. it's not a like a green screen effect. movie magic yeah but it looks really great camera shake and everything yep and which leads into monkey's romp number two last train to clarksville is this yeah. the third episode in a row yeah with clarksville they're not it? afraid to do this no to lean on the hit for a month <laughs> or so we'll see coming up yeah and so in this one they're running from the hoods again driving on the beach Stock footage of like pilgrims, <laughs> in old westerns, 
They're in the deserts with camels, like the shots uh-huh. that end up in the next intro. Yeah. With a Peter. Te- it's a teaser trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Monkeys are ahead of the curve on that shit, too. Yeah. The creation of the teaser trailer. Look what the boys get up to next week, gang. Yeah. And this is one of my fa- has one of my favorite moments in any romp. It's when they go around a huge bush, and for some reason, Davey gets launched over the bush. <laughs> And just lands in it and flops over <laughs> yes, onto yes. the ground. Yeah. It looks painful and unbelievable. It, <laughs> I, it, it makes me laugh so hard. Like, more hard than it should. It's just freaking hilarious to me. <laughs> that's, that's at least once a show. And we've seen all these episodes. More than once. Yeah. But we'll still catch each other laughing out way out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some of the stuff these boys do. And it's almost like you see him laughing his ass off <laughs> as it's happening. Because he's probably probably like, we'll throw you over the bush and just land on the other side. But he just lands right in the middle of the bush and then flops around. How is that around. more appealing, landing on the bush? Yeah, probably on his feet there. probably told him they'd do it. But it didn't work out that <laughs> way at all. No. Nah. Um, so the boys in this romp, they apprehend the hoods. They tie them up. And uh, again, this is... It, Shots of them in front of the gold yellow curtain performing. Yeah. That's all through and the And that is when we finally see them as part of the plot of the thing, playing the music. Yeah, because it leads into the, uh, the... That's them playing the show. Yeah. Which yeah. we thought we were going to see at the start, and we didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, they get to the Battle of the Bands on time. You see them playing and all that stuff. The four swine get found out and get kicked out of the contest for cheating. Mm-hmm. The monkeys get special mention for uh, surviving such a harrowing ordeal. Mm, yes. You know, and they get ready to be the winners of the Battle of the Bands. And then the winner is... Lester Crabtree and the Three Crabs! <laughs> Wasn't that the guy from the Vincent Van Gogh earlier? Exactly. He what is. The and heck? when it gets announced, girls run on stage and rip off all his clothes again. Oh, of course. Well, not all of his clothes, but you know. <laughs> appropriate mid-60s amount of clothing. Yes, exactly. And then the uh, the boys see that happen, and they're like, that's the guy who got his clothes ripped off. And then they turn, <laughs> and then they all rip off each other's clothes in order to try to get famous. Um, <laughs> as for the four swine, I know we encounter more of the monkeys' rival-slash-friend bands in the scene in later episodes. I wonder if we hear from the... Specifically, the four swine ever again. I wonder. Hmm. I hope so. Maybe we'll see. Maybe they—they're they're yeah. no good. They're no jolly green giants. I'll tell no. you that right yeah. now. Yeah, and they're all dressed like Marlon Brando from the Wild Ones, essentially, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, the four swine. I don't know. It's a good look. The proto Ramones. <laughs> thing. Yeah, and so essentially, the the story of the episode ends with them ripping off each other's clothes. Yeah. And that's kind of it. And that's that. And of course, I think they're a minute or two short. You know what that means. Yep. Another behind the scenes interview with the boys. And they're all hanging out. And um, Bob Rafelson's doing the, these interviews, right? I think it's James. Is it James? I think it's probably <clears throat> doing it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he asked them if anyone's like been reaching out to them now that they're on TV, like old friends or people like that. And Mike, this is, this is an interesting thing to put at the end of this mike starts saying that he uh people used to say he'd be in jail or be dead by the time he was 23 huh. right and then he claims that he was a pretty rotten kid and he says that he was he was a loser 
when they say it's like why would they say that he's like well i was a pretty rotten kid he's like really were you kind of like a loser I was like oh yeah i was like a loser and uh he asked mike what it's able to buy things now that he's in a whole different thing yeah and mike was like it's a whole different scene but you have to be careful because you can go through your money and you don't know where more money's coming from it's true and then peter <laughs> claims that quote the universe is permeated with the odor of turpentine <laughs> this from out of nowhere and then lighten the mood probably pretty much because yeah because the mic thing it was it got like a serious thing like yeah. it was a, and you can see on him too he's like he's not being a goofy mic he's being nice seems to be serious mic yeah so it was definitely a uh an interesting little thing yeah. at the end and then he's like hey we've got you know 10 seconds for you all to say whatever you need to say and then they all just like talk over each other yep. and then it fades out with that i thought it was a very interesting side to show of him because he's just goofing around and i was mm-hmm. like whether he's telling the truth or not because nesmith you never know what he's what's true he, he really loves that yeah why do you need to know about me yes he'll make stuff up yeah and uh some of it really gets traction like yeah like the uh outselling the Beatles and Stones that year yeah this year or the next year the next year yeah 67 they outsold Beatles and Stones and that's the thing if you look it up it's like fact it's considered fact and it's some, just it's because so many people have heard it it must be real yeah and he just threw it out there in an interview just to be funny and yeah. just like caught on <laughs> and so that's with it's probably not super far from the truth because yeah. they had two records out real quick. Very quick. And everyone seemed to be buying them. Yeah. And they were part of the zeitgeist mm-hmm. in a way. Like, in every week. Like, the Beatles weren't always coming to your town. Yeah. And yeah, the Stones were kind of the Stones. But this was a thing where you could have records. You could have the show. It was seemed like it was everywhere. Tiger Beat Magazine. Yeah, and they were definitely everywhere. Like, they're way cuter than the Rolling Stones, so they probably got way more magazine time. <laughs> and so that probably boosted the records. And it's uh, and it's quite a thing. Like, so maybe they didn't outsell the, monk, the Beatles and the Stones, but it's they probably did pretty good that year. Yeah, they're definitely I, within that. Like, see, okay, nowadays, but you know definitely, and all of you listening know this for sure, when you're a Monkees fan... You've got to put up with a certain amount of shit, uh-huh. right? Like, you like the monkeys, they didn't play. They, they, they always feel like they're the first one to tell you oh, that yeah. they didn't play their own instruments and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, well, yeah. And I can understand on the outside, if you're just looking in and that's all you kind of know, yeah. kind of being like, yeah, no, I don't understand what this is. They know two things. They know, they know that and they know. You mean like, hey, hey, we're the monkeys? Those monkeys? Yeah. Oh. Yes, those monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, sorry. <laughs> The fuck, fuck were the monkeys, monkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you kind of got to deal with this kind of... So then, were they... Like, I wonder how they were perceived by, say, someone, like, musicians trying to make it. And they they're seeing this band that's a TV <laughs> band that then gets famous for being a band band. Yeah, like, my dad... My parents were 16 in 1966, and my dad said, I asked him this very thing in the 90s when we got into the monkeys, and he says it's like they were the, the new kids on the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, like, oh, ouch, okay. <laughs> so, But you could, you could see how that would be the case because like, yeah. the girls are into them, 
They're on the radio all the time. And they're on TV. They're on the magazines. They didn't pay their dues. <laughs> yes. All that stuff, yeah. And so it's very interesting. So I've always got to... When I was younger, I'd kind of be more defensive about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm just like, no, it's because I like the tunes and the guys are <laughs> rad and the show's funny. Yeah. And Kellogg's is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, a, it's an interesting thing because even now you still get it. You'll always get it. Yes. But Monkey's fans, when they get together, it's a cool vibe. Like For sure. That Mick and Mikey, Mick and Mikey. I say that all the time. <laughs> Mike and Mickey show. It was like that was a blast being around yeah. all them people. Oh, it's nice to be around a bunch of people who won't give you a shit about being into the monkeys. Yeah, and like yeah, like singing "Door into Summer" with your eyes closed. It's just like yeah, yeah. this is where it's at. Yes, that was a huge highlight that show, "Door into Summer." Mm-hmm. But anyway, so <clears throat> overall thoughts on this episode? Uh, it's pretty cool. It was. Felt a little tropey like they all do, but it's mm. it's it's, a, it's how it was how they were made. Um, it's good to see them like out doing band things, like yes, the battle. Of finally, the some and, band stuff in yep. the plot. Um, I liked Peter when he was making the sock martini. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Mixing a drink? No, I'm just washing my socks. That was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um. Yeah, it's definitely a, a. It follows that pattern. <clears throat> I find like all the early monkeys episodes kind of have that vibe, called the Scooby Doo vibe, even though it's pre Scooby Doo. But <laughs> yep. you know what I mean. Yeah. And I'm interested to see as we move along and as they kind of get bigger and more control over things, does it still stay like that? Or I think it becomes way more self, uh, mocking and stuff like that as yeah. time goes on. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, what was what's your highlight of the show? Um, there's this visual moment. I think it's when Mickey's reading the paper after they get rescued out of the the sidewalk, and Mickey reads the thing, and then the boys kind of emerge from behind him, and they're in like four different color shirts. It's this really cool looking shot. Very colorful, very neat, and very kind of Scooby Dooish. It's <laughs> the four of them, like as one character, kind of rising up out of it to kind of turn to Nick and confront him. It's very like that was a fun shot nice. to see, isn't it? Excellent. I, my favorite part was uh, <clears throat> actually the interview at the end with Mike, just because it's just kind of like an oh, oh yeah. look at this. It's interesting to get right on there. Yeah. Well, best musical moment. For me, the Let's Dance on romp, like the dance mm-hmm. or the party at the house, that was fun. Because they're doing a lot of really cool angles, like low angles looking up and fast yeah. cuts and like a lot yeah. of handheld stuff, which isn't in a lot. Like when they're outside, they do handheld stuff. But when they're inside, it's that's mostly a, locked point. off tripod and stuff. Yeah. But in that party, doing stuff. it makes you feel like we're, you're We're in out the of crowd. stock footage. We got to come yeah, up with something different yeah. to do. But yeah. But the handheld stuff in the party makes you feel like you're within that crowd of kids. Because you're bouncing yeah. around and it's going nuts. So I thought that was really... And uh, both of today's songs were Boys and Heart songs. Yeah, that's true. Who have... When you talk about who the fifth monkey is, the fifth monkey is probably Boys and Heart. Yeah, yeah, definitely. His name should be Boys and Heart. So my son, Boys and... Oh, what was that, there's, there's Mr. Heart? 0.5 a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple 
classic monkeys moments. This is uh, Mickey's first Groucho impression. Yes. Oh, my eye. Oh, my eye. <laughs> like a tribe of African pygmies. Get it? Pygmies, huh? <laughs> oh, the other part was when they're doing the countdown to 8 o'clock to get their clothes ripped off. Oh, the, the astronaut, astronaut thing. pastiche with the big green hat. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fun moment. Too. Yeah. That's a pretty cool, cool moment. As well as uh, Mickey and Mike do a phone call, but to each other with a mirror separating. Yes, yes, yes. That, that's a cool thing as well, I thought. It's pretty. Like that shows off the improv training, I think, and also the Peter thing where they were going to throw him out the window. Yeah. I think that shows off what they kind of worked on. Yeah. Working together as a little <laughs> improv troupe. Yeah. And, that, and again, we've said this before, but I think that, that three-month improv class with the four of them and James Frawley was definitely a, a magical thing for someone yeah. to think up. I think it was James thought of it, but like to have them do that so they could just play off each other like it was nothing. Yeah. And it really comes through, I think, anyway. Um, this yeah, is also... Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying, like, the, what we think of, what we view as the boys hanging out and being naturally good together, like, it probably took a little work. Definitely. Yeah. Because they're very different. And we don't, uh, we don't, I presume, and maybe Mickey mentions it in his, his book or whatever, that they had some formal training and stuff, but it's not till going through it again and kind of watching it again and having gotten into more improv-type comedy and musicals and, and uh, podcasts and things, like, the feel of it is definitely... You can tell where they're kind of just putting it together on the fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they also seem like friends within yeah. the show, right? Which yeah. is very nice, obviously. Um, also, this might have been the first time Peter's referred to as the dummy. Not that dummy, dummy. This dummy. <laughs> I think you might be right. In this one. I don't remember it in the other it's three. It's implied once or twice so far. Yeah. But this is the first time we see it happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it always kind of bums me out. It's like, oh, man, a dummy, really? But... You know, it's the character. And then in head, the whole thing. Like, I'm the dummy. I'm the dummy. <laughs> You're the dummy. Yeah. You're the dummy, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> oh, man. We should just do, like... You're right, Pete. Yeah. You're always the dummy. <laughs> I can't wait to the head podcast. I almost feel like we should do two. Like, one that's a commentary that people can play yeah. while watching. <laughs> like, Dark Side That'd of the Moon, Wizard of Oz. Yes, yes, yes. And then another one we just break it down. Yeah. Because it's, it's fucking amazing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, there's a one thing where they do the uh, the freeze frame with the letters, and they make reference to Cassius Clay. Yeah. So when the hood is dancing, it yeah, looks yeah. like he's boxing. And yep. that, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like a little double thing there. And, um, yeah, some of the last train to Clarksville romp ends up in the credits. We pretty much talked about that as well. Yeah. And... Um, the one uh, guy, one of the hoods, he shows up in episode 16, Son of a Gypsy, and episode 37, Whoa. Art for Monkey's Sake. So we're going to see him again. The, huh. big, the bigger, dumber hood is going to come <laughs> come back. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I, I enjoy this episode. It's a fun time. Yep. Decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely decent. <laughs> so we keep it scored home. Episode four is... Definitely Dees. Definitely Dees. Anyway, right. oh, does, does that you, bring us time for our... Uh, I think you're reaching for the green wool hat. The green wool hat full of dudes. All right. Let's uh, let's go over... The, I'll, while you're shuffling around in there, I'll just let people know. <laughs> if you 
aren't aware of what's going on. This is your first episode with us. Thank you. And uh, it won't be your last. Um, <laughs> we are doing, we're going to do a countdown, but instead we're choosing three random monkey songs and then placing them in the order of an ongoing countdown, which I probably made it sound more confusing than it is. <laughs> but uh, what, is, what is the list so far? From so far. Worst to first. From worst to first. Setting up shop in the basement. D.W. Washburn. <laughs> At number five, we have Laugh from the Monkees' first album. Yeah, Mr. Webster from Headquarters. Mommy and Daddy from uh, Present. Yeah. Present. Present. <laughs> Zint. And currently at number two, we have Take a Giant Step Outside Your Mind. And the extended title. <laughs> and at number one, with a bullet, is fan favorite Circle Sky. Boom. That's so, a, It's been holding on since first week. Clinging to it. Let's see what we got in the pipe. Ooh, reach on in. Reach on in now. What do you got? Oh, boy. <laughs> the good news is it's a mic song. The bad news, it's Never Tell a Woman Yes from the Monkees Present. Ooh. Never Tell a Woman Yes. Gone deep, folks. <laughs> I'm very deep. So, yeah. Never Tell a Woman Yes by Nick Mesmin. <laughs> From the era of the monkeys, where they're pretty much allowed to do whatever they want. Yeah, Peterless. Peterless. There's no Peter. Here. No Pete. No. How, did Peter leave after? After Head. After Head. Yeah. Brisby's monkeys came out before that, but there's no Peter on it. Really, that's weird. He plays keyboards on Daydream Believer, which they recorded from mm-hmm. Pack and Jay. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, so this song is kind of like a plinky plunky, like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what kind of music is it? like Dixie. Yeah, like Dixieland, bluegrassy. <laughs> Something like that. It would fit well, Thank actually. I'm in like glad a, you packed the trombone today. <laughs> Thank you. I bring it everywhere. Uh, it would fit well, actually, almost on like, like a Woody Allen movie. Kind of, yeah. It's yeah. just like Dixie jazz stuff. Um. This is not one of my favorite songs, I have to say. Nay, nay. It's a tricky one to see. Do I like laugh more or do I like this one more? <laughs> I would go with this one just because uh, the instrumentation in it is interesting. Yeah. Like the, the piano and the, the ukulele or whatever they're playing. So that's my vote yeah. right above laugh. Uh, we'll put it there. Okay. Boom. <laughs> There's always... On our, on our countdown, you might see the Nesmith bump happen yeah. from time to time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very true. All right, pass me that hat. Uh, <laughs> yes, just a moment. Let me rustle around in here. Just a second. Oh, oddly enough, I picked Let's Dance On. How about that? Weird. Let's dance on. Baby, come on. Let's dance on till the dawn. Have fun till the 
episode specific tune yep from the first record what luck the monkeys that's an interesting one as well it's not a bad song by any means no it's just like a song it's kind of like a scoop of vanilla rock and roll yeah exactly yeah 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 um i could probably put it in the list i'd um i'd say in between laugh and never tell a woman yes Oh, really? I think so. I would put it ahead of Never Tell a Woman. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's... It's kind of like, if you're going to put on some monkeys tunes... It's true. I'd I'd put that one on first before I put on... It might sneak on, on, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Would you you put it on before Mr. Webster? No. Okay. No, there you have it. Okay. If I'm in a party setting, yes. (laughs) I'm not going to put on Mr. Webster. If you're going to do the kidnap... Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You're not going to put on Mr. Webster. Yeah, yeah, no one's ripping my clothes off to Mr. Webster. <laughs> or to any soundtrack. Is that f- but, the lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> no one's ripping my clothes. Anyway. No one rips off clothes to Mr. Webster. <laughs> it is, Mick. Finally, one more reach into the old hat. It's, uh, it's from our favorite album, But It's Hard to Believe by Davy Jones. Ooh. Which he actually co-wrote. With hmm. Kim Capley, Eddie Brick, and Charlie Rocket. Wasn't Kim Capley from the live band that they toured with? I think so. Yeah, so this might have been something they worked on. Nice. On the road. It's hard to believe That you could ever doubt me It's from Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones. Mm-hmm. Which you'll learn, if you haven't already, is our, probably our favorite Monkeys record. Definitely. Hands down. It, that side one is unbelievable. So is side two, actually. <laughs> the whole record is fantastic. It's a two-sider. It is. This one... Uh, this one would be a, a, a low... Not a low point, but not one of my favorite points. Yeah, it's like stylistically... Mm. Like it kind of sort of like Don't Call On Me in the same record. It kind of takes us out of the psychedelic rock for a minute. Yeah. For something a little more uh, like show chill and loungy and... Yeah. and uh, yeah. It's a different vibe. But yeah. it changes it up a little. You know, mm-hmm. you can only do so much uh, <laughs> echoey guitars and things. True. True. And you, you got to give Davey something to do. <laughs> All right. So where would you place this? Well, oh, is it better than Never Tell a Woman Yes? I'm going to say it might get the Pack and J bump here. Mm-hmm. So it could be right between Let's Dance On and Never Tell a Woman Yes, our three songs today. Boom. Our little group, mid-pack. Look at that. I mean, why not? Hard to Believe. There you go. By David Jones. So now we have, uh, was it the top top nine now? We're at the nine. Oof. Look out. Here Do- comes tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so Fantastic. Yeah. So all those songs kind of landed uh, near near the uh, the end of the list, the mid middle of the list, I guess. For now. For now. <laughs> this is going to be insane. We have like 147 songs. We're like, oh my god. Yes. We're going to not do the whole countdown <laughs> at that point. No, we're not going to fully recap the whole thing. <laughs> That'll be its own podcast. But okay, fantastic, a great time with episode four there. Yeah. The uh, friendly neighborhood kidnappers from Paco here. Good job. See you in seven days. Bye.
Hey, Monkeys fans. If you like what you're hearing, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all at Podcast Valley Sunday. We'd love to hear from you. Also on our Facebook group, we'll be updating the countdown every week, so you can keep up to date with that. And if you can rate us, please rate us. But be nice. We're thin-skinned.